0: Nine o'clock. Thanks for joining us, Jim and the Buckeye Boy, today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. It's Monday the good, the bad, the ugly. Good, convincing win for the Maverick women against Fort Lewis. The bad, the, the men dropping their first RMAC game of the season as they uh, fall to Fort Lewis on Friday night. We'll talk more about that coming up. You'll hear from both uh, Taylor Wagner and Mike DeGeorge. AFC NFC Championship games. Chiefs move on to defend their Super Bowl title. Trying to be what, the first team since the Patriots? What, 03, 04 vintage, yes, I believe? that's correct. To, uh, to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Let's see. We got one from Dylan today on the team line. The good Avalanche Friday night, taking down the Kings. Bad Joel Embiid not playing on Saturday against the Nuggets. Ugly Lions, fourth down plays, and the Chiefs making another Super Bowl. The Taylor Swift thing needs to stop. She has nothing to do with the white lines. Travis Kelsey is a darn good tight end, but an arrogant bleephole as well. Are they going to show all the other 52 guys in the teams on the Chiefs' wives' girlfriends too? Okay, we, we talked about this.
1: Dylan, I have a great idea for you. Mm-hmm. February the 11th, about 4 <laughs> o'clock. Go for a four-hour walk and just
0: chill. I think we talked about this when you were gone. And Tony Dungy made similar comments about the Taylor Swift is it's about the players and it's not about her and Stephen A. Smith has defended her and my take is simply this. They show her once in a while up in the suite. I don't care if it brings if it brings young girls in and women into to follow the NFL. Yeah, that's a good thing because. Which group is the one that tends to not want their kids to play football? Moms. Yep. If young girls who become women, who become moms, grow up loving football, and if moms love football because Taylor Swift is involved in this, that's a good thing for football. That's not a bad thing.
1: What's the last consequential play of a football game? That Dylan missed because they were showing Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't really care. It doesn't if it if it brings more fans into the game, if I'm the yeah. NFL, I'm loving that.
1: I yeah, And I you know what though? If she, they start showing Brittany Mahomes, you know who's gonna hate it? Dylan. Because <laughs> nobody seems to like her either. Travis Kelsey, props to him is dating probably the most famous woman on the planet.
0: And so that's why they're showing her, and she's there. Like, and, and she—they're showing her as a fan, a fan of her boyfriend, mm-hmm. but a fan of the Chiefs and a fan watching well, not football. Not
1: showing Chris Jones's wife because I don't know who that
0: is. Because I, I don't know who that is. I'm sure she's a delightful woman. Don't know who she is. The Front Office Sports says Taylor Swift has brought in the
1: equivalent of a third of a billion dollars in advertising, digital platform Genius. interaction. All of that for the NFL genius
0: season. Why
1: why would you say no to that? going to say significant others doing that?
0: Yeah, why would you say no to that? You know what you don't like? Go for a walk. I I just... Dylan, you're a super P1 man. I don't agree with you on this one. I, I don't find it to be... I don't find it to be that big of an intrusion. It doesn't make me go, oh, God. What am I missing here? I, I, I don't feel like I'm ever missing anything. You know they what? Show, they show her for like 10 seconds if they a cut couple away times a game.
1: To Ciara 15 times a quarter in the AFC Championship game, no one here is pissed because the Broncos are in it.
0: Yeah. Someone obviously of of fame, right. not Taylor Swift it, caliber fame, but, yeah. but famous. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I just don't. Just I, I get it. Take a walk. People are losing their minds over this. If it brings more fans in from a different gender demographic, right. that's all the better for the NFL. That's all the better for football in total.
1: And in reality, the only thing Travis Kelsey's ever done other than have his own dating reality show is smoke a little bit too much weed at Cincinnati, <laughs> which is now barely against the rules in the NFL. Is he a cocky guy? Sure, yes. he's a cocky guy. But
0: also... Is he Is he in way too many TV commercials? Yeah, probably. Probably. But if I was Travis Kelsey, I would. My agent says got another one for him. Like, great. Right. When do I show up? He's gonna that's be able not, to take That's a, not down to him. That's that's people wanting him and his his brand is in demand right he's now. He's
1: gonna be able to take an Uber from his mom's house to Canton five years after he retires. Yeah, and I don't think people really talk about that. I I appreciate and approve. Look at how much Run Donna Kelsey's getting because of Jason and Travis Kelsey. Right, like they're bringing along. Their mom to Campbell's ads, her own ads. She's in the Pfizer ad. Like, it's not just he's out there doing all that. Like, he's actually getting his mom more money. Right. You know, so you may not like him. He may be arrogant, but what... And this is just going to sound so are really A lot stupid. of guys, though. It's the Will Smith line from whatever song it is from. I'm not conceited. I'm as good as I say I am.
0: He's a, he's a future first ballot Hall of Famer. Might end up very well being the best tight end in the history of the game. Yeah. And that's saying something.
1: And there's an argument to be made. He's not even the most dominant football player in his own family.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: You can make the argument. Yeah. You know? Like, the NFL is thinking about changing a... Instituting a rule because of how good Jason
0: Kelsey is at one particular play. And here's something else to think about. Even on, on the team that he currently plays on, you forget that Tony Gonzalez was there at times. Yeah. One of the greatest tight ends ever. And you're like, that's right. I mean, you know it. Right. But that's how that's how much he's eclipsed even the great Tony Gonzalez. Where you go, yeah. that guy's a Hall of Famer. But Travis Kelsey, it's kind of like he is he's clearly. Over a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Clearly the best res- tight end that they've ever had in franchise history. And there's the sports dislike.
1: And then there's real dislike. I don't know how you can really dislike
0: Travis Kelsey. Or I- any, you know. Yeah. Outside of the Does he like to mug a stuff? little bit for the camera? And is, is he... He's he, kind of a tool. But... But he seems like a likable guy. kind of a
1: likable tool.
0: Yeah. Who just happens to be dating Taylor Swift, and the NFL has been smart to put her on TV, have CBS, whoever, network. How
1: long that's going to last?
0: Yeah, because that famous people, those things don't usually don't always work out. They just don't. And I I just, just I don't feel like it's to the point where I go, damn, that's too much. They show her a few times a game. I don't. I don't even know how many times a game they show her. You want to
1: have more fun with it, turn it into a drinking game.
0: Cause I don't because yeah, I don't I don't sit there and mark down, okay, that was one, that was two. Okay, that lasted that lasted a yeah. solid eight seconds. So oh that fifteen seconds on that one.
1: Think of how narrow you could be if every time Taylor Swift came on TV, it made you so mad you walked around your block. And just think, if yeah. you live in a big block, you could miss three or four other cutaways and your life would be completely solved.
0: Just cut out football altogether. I I just think people miss, miss, guys miss the big picture here on this.
1: Big picture being who
0: cares? it's, It's good for the league. It's good for football. Any sport, particularly a sport that's had challenges. Right. In terms of safety. Do you not want more people to watch that product, consume that product, love that product? Yes, particularly those that also, at the younger levels, make decisions on whether kids play or don't play football. Mm -hmm. Do you not want them to embrace it, love it, and and if it's Taylor Swift as the carrot that gets them in, so be it. You know what it is? Don't care. I mean, it's it's great for the NFL. It's great for football.
1: Between the Black Album and Load for Metallica, the NFL now is using Taylor Swift. They sold out. They sold out to go mainstream. Our little football, our little engine that could, with their great albums, uh, Kill Them All and Ride the Light of Master of Puppets. Oh, man, Tom Brady era. It's like the master of puppets of football. And, and Patrick Mahomes is just, It's just so complex and fantastic. And now Taylor Swift is the Black Album and cutting their hair. It's like they sold out.
0: Wait a minute. Didn't didn't they show Chiselle a lot when she was married to Tom? She
1: got into a... Fight <laughs> with a player's wife in an elevator. Yeah, I, I'm
0: just, I'm just saying we that. We
1: talked about that for four days. I uh, now when Taylor Swift starts throwing down with uh, whoever, what's her name, uh, Usher, who made it of the jacket. Right. That's I'm 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 here for yeah. it. Yeah. A little, a little angst between friends. Never heard anybody. With a little catfight action there. Yeah. You
0: were, you're lobbying for that.
1: No, and I'd take <laughs> fullback's wife. Yeah, probably over tight end's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably. Yeah, I don't. She
1: know. might get rocked by security, <laughs> but she's gonna get at least a couple good swings in.
0: I, yeah, I. Who like cares, said, Dylan? I, man, I because you always have great texts, and I, I just don't agree with you on this one. You know I where just Taylor Swift's
1: not Avs games
0: yet. <laughs> she's gonna start dating Kale McCarr pretty soon. I don't even know if is Kale available. I don't even know. I don't know if he has a. I have no idea. I don't, because he doesn't go around talking about that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just like the the Tony Dungy stuff. It was just so. It's just rude. It's Rudy the game, and it's like uh, no, if no, it, Tony, no, it's not. It's taken it away from the guys that are on the field for what thirty seconds an entire game, maybe total. We're
1: taken away from I, some I, fifth string linebacker on special teams. I, I'm shiver just, me timbers.
0: I was just like, geez, Tony. Can can you be more crotchety an old man? Taking away from the guys that are on the field. Really. It's taking away from them. The the 30 seconds of an entire football game that they probably show her is taken away from Yeah. Some chill. big big moment in the game. Jeez.
1: I just don't get it. I don't but we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time to much. cut
0: down to sideline reporters that half the time don't tell me anything that I really right. care about. You don't have a problem with that?
1: There's 30 seconds between plays. What are we doing? <laughs> Watching them <laughs> in the huddle. <laughs> I don't need to see Andy Reid's frozen mustache anymore. Give me a wide angle shot yeah. of just the bottom half of Taylor Swift's head because she's cold <laughs> and shirtless. Jason yeah. Kelsey. I don't care.
0: Yeah I, I i just I just think we made this way too big of a deal and if, if you're the nfl you've benefited you've benefited from this very much financially turn it into exposure. a party game exactly there you go like you said make it a drinking you know game. what you do for
1: the super bowl now you do over under how many heads are turned towards <laughs> the field or towards the box when they cut to taylor swift and you pause like that and you count that's them solid out.
0: that's good that's good or
1: like i said every time they show taylor swift you just go walk a mile, a straight mile, <laughs> not a half mile out and come back, straight mile and stand there until you see Taylor Swift again. Then you turn around and come
0: and, Then you come back. That one from uh, Jolene over at CDOT. Good morning, team. Good. Nathan McKinnon is, we haven't heard from Jolene in a while. We haven't either. Uh, November of last year. Dang. Jolene, where have you been? Busy. Busy with CDOT. It's a winner. Stuff. Yeah, it CDOT's busy. Yeah, it's a busy time of year. We came back from Denver. They were very, very busy Uh, coming back from Denver. Uh, Good morning, team. Good. Nathan McKinnon is one heck of a player. Glad he plays for the Avs. Bad. We're being forced to watch another Super Bowl with the Chiefs playing in at ugly Mahomes, crying for every call. Go 49ers. Have a great day. Good to hear from you, Jolene. I mean, forced is a little strong word. You don't have to. You can watch the Puppy Bowl or watch a movie or whatever.
1: And Patrick Mahomes does do a bit of lobbying. You know who else does a lot? The Joker.
0: He does. So Nicola does that all the time. You gotta kind
1: of take all these good with the bad yeah. at the same time,
0: right? Like, yeah, I, I love Nicola Jokic, but man, he is constantly begging for calls. Constantly begging for calls. But we still love him. Yeah. But gotta be, gotta be fair about Gotta that. be fair. To be fair. Patrick
1: Mahomes, to be fair, did get popped right in the face. He did get like caught. Eddie Murphy Rod. Just
0: pop. Like the running back in the longest yard. Yeah. They got clotheslined by that guy Jaws from the Bond movies. That dude's
1: hand <laughs> was as big as the opening of Patrick face mask. I think they broke man. his
0: freaking neck.
1: Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. Big meat hook.
0: Paws like that have grabbed salmon out of streams. And then there was the one with uh, Jadavion Clowney. The, the she that uh Ravens fans kind of lost their mind on. He lowered his head and he ran at him and he hit him helmet to helmet. That that's yeah, you can't that's, a per- that. that's a personal foul. You can't do that. You just can't do that. All right, nine fifteen and uh coming up we'll have uh, four down territory, also this day in sports history. And uh, who do we have on the team line right now? Our buddy Sam from Fruit is calling in. Okay, Samuel. Good morning. How are you, sir?
2: Uh, I'm doing fine. Jim Davis. How about you? I'm doing well. Uh, games yesterday were interesting. I I thought that the uh, the Lions game was a lot uh, a lot more exciting, at least for a while. Uh, and I know there's been a whole lot of discussion on uh, Dan Campbell going for. Uh, fourth and three or whatever it was twice and not kicking a field goal. And while I I agree that, you know, they've, uh, they've been aggressive the whole season and that's why they got there. But, you know, it was like two different games between the first half and the second half. In uh, the second half, it didn't seem like Goff and his receivers could hook up at all. I... I didn't see the, see the statistics as to what his passing yards were in the first half versus the second half, but it had to be way down. And with uh, the difficulty they had with their pass receiving, uh, I it, he should have went for the field goal. <laughs> well,
0: I, I definitely think that the, the one in the fourth quarter, you, you got to kick the field goal there. And and that was, I understand that Dan Campbell's an aggressive guy. He's a riverboat gambler. He is the new riverboat Ron. He's uh, he's he's dealing Dan. There you go. And, and steal that from Dan O'Dowd. Yeah, different kind of dealing. <laughs> and I, I get that he's aggressive. He's a gambler, but there comes a point where a, a smart g- gamblers, the ones that sm- are smart and and make money, no, no one they're done. And no, in this case, you, you kick the field goal in the fourth quarter. You get the game tied up, and 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 you hope your defense can go out and make a play. I, I just, uh, to me, that was that that was a big mistake. Big mistake was at the very end where they try to run the football, and David Montgomery gets knocked a yard or two backwards. They have to burn one of their three timeouts. Goff throws a touchdown pass the next play, but but they'd already burned a timeout, and they were screwed. Unless they came up with the onside kick. There was no way they could get the clock stopped and no way they were going to win that football game. And I just think there were some some mistakes on the part of, of Dan Campbell, who has done a magnificent job this season, as much as we might criticize things that he did yesterday in that game, to get them to where they are. And, you know, to win the NFC North, to be in the NFC Championship game, speaks volumes about the, the job that Dan Campbell has done.
2: I, I'm you know I'm definitely a fan I mean there's no doubt about it i the guy to take that team that's been an armpit for decades and, and turn it around in a couple seasons and granted they've made some real good uh, pickups in the draft and you know it, it's been a it it's been a team effort in the office in the front office as well as on the field uh, you know I, I was sure rooting for him because i you know it it's a feel good story uh it's just that you can only push things so far and and obviously the 49ers made the adjustments during halftime and the the Lions weren't able to respond
0: yeah I I think you're, you're right about that and Goff by the way totally had 273 and a touchdown and threw it 41 times in the game I'm trying to look here to see what he had in the first half against San Francisco because he was really good in the first half. Um, say I'm trying to I'm still looking it up here, Sam. But, but you know, they, like you said, though, I mean, this is, this is where people are going to say, oh, Jared Goff just isn't the guy, it's just not the answer. Well, Jared Goff was the top passer yardage-wise in the league this year. How is he not the guy? He was good
2: enough. Yeah, to, you know, I, I don't think they – you know, they'll be back. There's no doubt about it. And uh, and it's you know I, I feel I feel real good for the <laughs> the long suffering fans of the Lions, uh, you know they may not have made it to the Super Bowl, but uh, they sure gave it a heck of a try, and uh, I don't think they have anything to be ashamed of.
0: And you were at halftime uh, yesterday, if you're a Lions fan, going, "This is it, this, we're we this you
2: we're gonna go." Oh
0: yeah. Or if you're if you're actually a, a really probably mostly a, a long time suffering Lions fan, you're going. Oh dear God!
1: How is this going to work? How (laughs) are we going to blow this? We're going to
0: find. We're going to find it because I think Lions fans and Browns fans can share that that feeling. Yep. How are we going to screw this one up? How are we going to blow a 17 point lead? What's going to happen to to cause us to lose this football game? There's probably a lot of it. I'd be curious if our friend Jim felt that way at halftime yesterday, or was he? Yeah, this is it, baby. This is it. It's happening. I don't. I don't think he can be a, a seasoned.
1: Fan of these sorts of teams without realizing there's some way this is going to go all
0: horribly wrong. I, I did love the uh, the Fox Open yesterday, where they had the Niners fans and the and the Lions fans and the Lions or the Niners fan had his NFC Championship game collage with Montana yeah. and Steve Young, and then they showed they showed the collage of the Lions fan for his NFC Championship game. It was a picture of him. He goes, "I took this earlier in the day." that's pretty fun <laughs> that was probably that that was pretty good hey sam i appreciate it thanks man
2: have a great day take
1: care
0: all right you Bye-bye. too all right, and I, sam I, from Pruda.
1: I also gotta say huge huge props to whoever was doing bumper for fox sports yesterday they were killing it with the music absolutely killing it every transition was fantastic Detroit, Bay Area, rock, Motown, just, just absolutely reflecting stellar. both places
0: yep. and their great music traditions yeah. that they have. Stellar,
1: yeah. stellar work.
0: Yeah, I the Fox broadcast was so good yesterday. They did a sensational job. Mm-hmm. I mean, like obviously, we who had that. here on the on the team, you have Kevin Harlan, yeah. Ian Eagle. That's not too bad. That's, that's pretty good.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, with, the McCourty, and, with the
0: McCordy brothers? Yeah, KB and. Greg Olsoner, they're really good. I just, I still think that uh, things I read this weekend that they're the feeling from Fox might be let's do a three man booth. We cannot, we cannot afford to demote Greg Olson considering how good he's been, and and the uncertainty of how good Tom Brady's going to be.
1: Yeah, and another thing about Greg Olson is he might be able to untether a little bit of Tom's personality. Not so much yeah. carry him as a crutch for, but he might he as a player he might be somebody that Tom could feel a little looser
0: around. Yeah, that's that's a good way to 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 look at that because Kevin Burkhart, you're the play-by-play guy. You you have very limited time mm-hmm. to to have that kind of interaction with another person, right? And that could be where, yeah, Greg Olson being a former player, that an, an offensive player in particular. That that could help maybe mm-hmm. put yeah, kind of put Tom's comments in the right the right uh, context the right direction might help him frame things a little bit could yeah it could be a big plus if they decide to go that route there's the one nothing to push
1: him into now's where you say something you know like this is where now you need to come out with something
0: substantial and also too if I'm Kevin Burkhardt I've developed this really good rapport with with Greg Olson. I don't want to lose that. Right.
2: To work that's with hard somebody find. that,
0: yeah, to work with somebody that in a while, like I'm sure Kevin Burkhardt has, he's, he's talked with Tom Brady, has a lot of respect for Brady, that I've never worked with this guy. Olsen's now been into this a couple of years. Mm-hmm. He's, he's developed some great chops. I, I just feel like that there needs to be, I, I don't want to lose a guy that I've developed really good chemistry with. Right. To work with a guy that, Get it. He's considered maybe the greatest quarterback of all time. Get that. He's, But he's not the greatest of all time at doing this.
1: And None so, of the great quarterbacks have been great at analysis. Because a lot now, of what they've done, they can't really explain. Like, Steve Burline can explain how he did it because he was able to do stuff that are outside of his the bounds of his physical gifts. Like Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway never did it. Montana never did it. Marino was studio guy. Like their physical gifts are, you just can't be like, well, you know, I just uncork it. Like what, what's the problem here? You know, like, well, John, how do you fit that? You just throw it. Like there's nothing to worry about. Just like huh, huh, zing and then we're done.
0: Like that doesn't, that doesn't do anything for a football broadcast, and yeah, and and so you, and plus you, you're putting somebody into this that has has done some TV in terms of commercials and things like that, but but a commercial is not doing color commentary on an, no. on an NFL telecast, and I just yeah I feel like if they're they're committed to doing this because they already paid him money to do it, mm-hmm. you've got to find a way to make it successful. And I think in this case, a three-man booth. I think that helped out with Matt Ryan being a three-man booth. I think it did. I think it... I think, and Matt Ryan, I think, has turned into a really good color analyst. Yeah, and
1: he's getting better every week. And
0: and at some point, he's not going to... Right. not going to have the need for, for three guys in the booth. Tom hasn't, for 20 years in New England,
1: didn't have an independent, creative thought, it felt like. It was always about... Patriot Way, company line, on to Cincinnati, the whole thing.
0: And when he got to Tampa Bay, it was he got to show more of his personality there? But it still was. But he not, can't not be blasted th-
1: on tequila while well, doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Throwing <laughs> the game.
1: Lombardi Trophy from boat to boat. Although, Tom well, blasted on tequila doing a football game. That might be pretty. That entertaining. could be
0: entertaining. Well, we know Buck and Aikman occasionally like a little pop, a little two to halftime. Yeah. Yeah. All right. To nine twenty-six. Uh, Did we ever announce a winner, by the way? No, we did not. Okay, for, uh, of course, uh, the number game today. (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the contest. It's another winner on the Team Sports Network. Well,
1: our buddy Jim can wash away the sorrows of a lost season with a case of Coors Original, the banquet beer, because he correctly numbered eight. Super Bowl 58 is the eighth rematch in Super Bowl history. Miami and Washington played in 7 and 17. Pittsburgh and Dallas played in 10, 13, and 30. So there's two rematches there. Cincinnati and Buffalo, 16 and 23. Dallas and Buffalo, or Cincinnati, San Francisco, my bad. And then Dallas and Buffalo back to back, 27 and 8. New England and Philadelphia, 39 and 52. New England and New York, the Giants, 42 and 46. And now Kansas City and San Francisco,
0: 54 and 58. And interesting, the Broncos and all the Super Bowls they've been in, wins and losses. Yep. Never played the same team it's twice. Never been, it's never been a rematch.
1: Yeah. They have played half, over half of the AFC or the NFC in their right. Super Bowl,
0: including a team that was in their own division. True. Yeah. Once upon a time, the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. alright right. 927. Uh, 9-27. We'll come back. We'll have uh, four and territory, uh, also the Stan in sports history, but uh, also uh, – Bring some of the sound from uh, the Maverick basketball games against Fort Lewis on Friday night. Uh, that's coming up next. Still time to get your uh, text in today or phone call. It's uh, the good, the bad, the ugly on this Monday on The Jim Davis Show. Text or call us on the team line, 970-242-1340. Who
1: do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado Sports Leader.
3: Whoever should get the dot has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. Oh.
1: The team.
0: Welcome back, 930. Jim along with the Buckeye boy. So on Friday, it was the Blizzard and Brownson presented by Coca-Cola, the Maverick basketball team scoring off against uh, their rivals from Durango, Fort Lewis College. For the Maverick women, in front of a packed house, they beat Fort Lewis 87-71. to 71. And uh, Mason Rowland from Durango against her hometown college team, Big game, nineteen points. Laura Gutierrez hit five threes. She scored seventeen points for the Mavericks. Josie uh, Stedman hit four threes. She had fifteen points, and Kylie Kylie Kravik had twelve points. She also made a three for the Mavericks. And uh, in, in terms of shooting threes, every Maverick that attempted a three hit a three in that game. At least one three. And the Mavericks had to deal with Olivia Reed being in a lot of foul trouble. Reed did finish. With uh, with thirteen rebounds, uh, but uh, Fort Lewis, they were determined to to take her out of the equation. Uh, Reed uh, eight points, thirteen rebounds in the game, so others had to step up, and they certainly did in a big way to lead the Maverick women to the victory, 87-71. Maverick women are now fifteen and four; they're nine and three in the RMAC, and Fort Lewis falls to ten and eight. They're now seven and five in conference play, and after the game Friday night, Paxton Ritchie had the chance to talk with the uh, CMU women's coach taylor wagner
3: all right we're here with head coach taylor wagner 87 71 final coach super high scoring first half you guys put up 87 for the game talk about the adjustments from how on fire both offenses were in the first half for you guys to be able to get some stops down the stretch
4: yeah i don't know if i've seen a half like that in this building you know but where both teams went off and you know, I'm glad we were hitting threes because that kept us in the game. We put them in the free throw line way too many times, especially in that first half. And, but uh, second half, I was really pleased with our defense. I thought the threes had kind of slowed down a little bit. Everybody got tired. And, you know, when we had to make a play, we made a play. You talked about putting them at the free throw line.
3: Some of your bigs were in foul trouble in this one. Talk about the confidence you had in that, that group that finished out the last few minutes. Josie playing with four fouls and all those guys
4: down the stretch. Yeah, I just thought they had a good rhythm going. You know, I know Livia was on the bench right there, but I thought Claire was playing well. Josie was playing well, and so I just stuck with them. How about this crowd? Sold out in here. We got a, a, a
3: you guys put on a great show. We got another great game coming up. Just say a few words about all the Maverick fans
4: in this building and everybody tuning in at home. Yeah, we love it. I mean, this is, this is what it's used to be like, you know. And we need everyone to come out and support it. It's definitely we get a home court advantage when they do that. The girls get pumped. I know the guys do as well. And you know that we make this the toughest place to play in the in the nation.
0: All right, that's Taylor Wagner with Paxton Ritchie after Friday night's victory. So the uh, Maverick women head to Western tomorrow night. Uh, pregame at 4:45. Without one on the team, CMU Sports Network. Western at 2-10, and ten, and they are 4-13 four th- four and 13 overall. We'll talk with Taylor Wagner tomorrow on Mav Day. Brought to you by Colorado Craft Coffee and Beer. Then the, the Maverick men followed on Friday night, and their result uh, did not follow what the women did. Maverick men losing that top-10 matchup with Fort Lewis, falling by the score of 87-79. to 79. So the 7th-ranked Mavericks losing to 8th-ranked Fort Lewis. Uh, Mack Rineker had one heck of a game, though. Uh, 28 points, a game high, 11 of 12 from the field. He had five rebounds, a block, and a steal. Trevor Baskin, he was five for five from the field. He had nine rebounds and five assists. He had 13 points. Christopher Speller with a really good game as well, 13 points. And Owen Kuntz, He had a couple of threes, and he had 10 points for the Mavericks. But turnovers just killed Colorado Mesa. They had 22 turnovers in that loss on Friday night. Uh, they only forced 11 turnovers on Fort Lewis and... Um, little shot 53% from the field. That was better than the Mavericks, 55% from three-point range, and 82% from the line compared to 48% uh, for the Mavericks in the field, 31% from three, and 73% from the, the charity stripe. And Mike DeGeorge, Maverick men's basketball coach, uh, talked with Paxton Ritchie after Friday night's game.
3: All right, we're here with head coach Mike DeGeorge. Coach, 87-79 final. We knew both these teams were really good coming in. What do you think the difference was down the stretch?
5: Well, they hit some shots and we didn't as part of it, but we also turned the ball over too much. We did an offensive rebound in the first half. And not too good a team and they forced a lot of turnovers. You gotta give them a lot of credit. They played a great game. But you know, we didn't do the things that we need to do in terms of our formula to win. And uh, we gotta stay confident when shots aren't going in. We we didn't do that down the stretch and then, you know, we gotta take better care of the ball and we gotta sustain our effort on the offensive glass. So great opportunity to learn and we got a lot of big games in front of us and i'm excited about what this team can do over these next six weeks
3: yeah we talked a lot going in about battling this team's press and it seemed like you guys did a good job of it early in the first half and then it sort of caught up to you near the end of the game
5: well when we face things in awkward situations, their length and athleticism uh really starts to pay dividends and there are big portions of the second half where we did way better with our angles and spacing to avoid those situations And, you know, we just got to figure that out. We've been a high turnover team all year, and we want to play fast, and we got to figure out how to take better care of the ball. Coach, no game Saturday. Tuesday, Thursday, kind of a weird schedule
3: coming up. How do you guys rebound from this and navigate towards these games against these your rival opponent, geographical rival opponents coming up.
5: Yeah, they're big games for us. Everyone counts. We're tied for first in the league right now. There are a lot of games left to play. And we'll face the two teams, we, the last two teams we haven't seen yet in the RMAC. And so, you know, we just got to be the mature group we are and be ready to compete at a high level on Tuesday and Thursday.
0: All right, that's Mike to George. So the Maverick men, like the women, they'll play at Western Colorado University tomorrow night here on the team's CMU Sports Network. Uh, once again, the women's pregame at uh, 445. They'll tip it at five. And the men will follow. For the Maverick men, as we mentioned, they lose their first game in conference play. They're now 11-1. Colorado School of Mines and Fort Lewis are both 12-1 on the season. They take on a Western Colorado Mountaineers team that's uh, kind of like the women. They're having a rough year, 3-9 and nine in conference play. They are 6-12 and 12, uh, overall. All right, it's 9:37, and it's time to get into four-down territory. We're
1: into four-down territory on the Jim Davis Show on the team. <laughs>
0: All right, start things out with first down. Rob Gronkowski, who I I like Gronk, but I don't think he brings really anything to the Fox broadcast. If there's a negative, that would be him. Yeah. He's not even trying to be as goofballish as a Pat McAfee and trying to contribute in that way. I mean, I think he... I like Gronk. I do. I like him. I just don't think this is his his gig. Uh, During halftime... Uh, Journey, which is founded in San Francisco, put on a performance at halftime. And according to Fox's other personalities, Gronk asked, "Who's Journey?" Upon learning they were putting on the halftime show, Gronk claimed at least recognized "Don't Stop Believin'" as it was played. He said, "I know the song. I know the song." But Gronk had no idea who Journey is. He's 34. It's not like he's 21. I'm both baffled
1: and not at all surprised that the party animal that Gronk is doesn't know who Journey is but knows the song Don't Stop Believe. Um, I always have to remind myself, and my wife helps me with this sometimes, not everybody
0: knows music like we do. That's true. That's That's, very, very, very true. And so it's like, how do
1: you not know? How do you not know the B-side on whatever, blah, blah? It's like, well, not everybody knows that. We're special kind of nerds, but that's kind of one that if you've ever done karaoke, which you know Gronk has, you should at least have a vague idea. Like, I think that's Journey, just by osmosis. Sure.
3: Yeah.
0: Second down, after yesterday's uh, loss to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, a uh, tweet went out on X. My son deserves better quarterback play. You set him up for failure today. This loss is not an OBJ. And the tweet at first said Odell Beckham Senior. The problem is that OBS, I should say, yeah, didn't put the tweet out. Some guy named Ron Bilmerie did a ball sack sports-affiliated fake account yep. but there are people going after odell beckham jr for ripping on lamar jackson though he and or for his dad anyway doing it his dad was not the one who did it but that would be totally on brand seems like sure that his old man would, would go crazy like that yeah absolutely that would be
1: on brand for the beckham jr senior duo uh we go to third down the americans are gold medalists Yes, they are. The team figure skating gold medalists for the 2022 Olympic Games. Remember the Russian figure skater, Kamila Kamila Valieva, was tested positive. They did the event. Russia won the team skating. They didn't hand out medals because of her positive test. Well, we're almost to the very next Olympics in 2024. And finally, a ruling has come down and the United States moves up into the gold medal slot. Whoever was third, which I did not write down, moves into the bronze medal. And Canada gets a bronze medal. So congratulations to whoever was on the figure skating team two years ago. You're now gold medalists. Huzzahs all around for the Americans winning yet again. Uh, Fourth down,
0: we go to- Team America. Yes bleep yeah bleep yeah our
1: nfl predictions okay for this season (laughs) Uh uh-huh all right of the afc we picked division winners and wild cards i got two playoff teams right i only picked one correct playoff team in their slot and the team i picked to win the super bowl did not even make the playoffs in the cincinnati Bengals. so i sucked there You picked three correct playoff teams, Buffalo, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. You picked two correct slots, division winners, in Buffalo and Kansas City. And your AFC Super Bowl pick still stands, Kansas City. On the NFC side, we both had four correct playoff teams. Uh, You had Detroit, San Francisco, uh, Philadelphia, and Dallas. So we had four correct there. We also had... uh, Or you had San Francisco and Detroit winning their division. So, congratulations. Thank you. I had four correct playoff picks in Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, Detroit. I only picked San Francisco as my correct uh, division winner. So, we got three correct slots each. I picked San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl. Lose Cincinnati. So, still looking good there. You have the Super Bowl still intact. Both sides. Kansas City and San Francisco. Okay. Because I forgot who had would picked yep.
0: all that time ago.
1: And uh, we picked the Broncos record. Do you remember what you projected their record to be?
0: Uh, Like nine and eight?
1: That's exactly what it was. I picked eight and nine. No, the Broncos a little bit better than you do apparently because they finished eight and nine. That's not true at all. I just was lucky. <laughs> But, so there we go. There are NFL predictions to start the season. It's always fun looking back. I like, I like the fact at
0: least I've got the Super Bowl. I picked the yeah, Super Bowl. you're
1: intact.
0: And I picked who to win it. I'm trying to remember. I picked the Kansas Niners? City. Okay.
1: Yep. So out of 14 playoff teams, you picked seven correctly and five in the right spot. I picked six correctly and four
0: in the right spot. Now for our picks, can I, can I get like a little... Added bonus here for, because I got those things right. Can I get
1: this? Is this separate?
0: Just give me a game or two.
1: No, no this is like the uh <sighs> picks on the website. This is uh, separate. which I gotta see how I did there because I forgot so to pick un- the championship game. So unfair! So unfair. I think I may have eliminated myself from contention on the website. Okay. Um, oh, I did. I'm all I'm two points back of you
0: so because I forgot to pick the championship game. All Pretty right. close, though. So what's okay? Time. What's this text from Jason?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, corrections and retractions department. I whiffed on the St. Louis and Los Angeles Rams playing the New England Patriots on that. So it was technically nine after it, I had handed out the prize with an incorrect answer.
0: I will try to do better. Okay. That stuff happens. You're yes. coming off vacation. So
1: Jason, very rightfully... Pointed out to me, to my face. You suck at this. because I, I do.
0: I wish we would just give him a lovely, lovely gift as well for that. But
1: I will give him a lovely huzzah. Okay. Which
0: is worth no monetary value. <laughs> All right, nine forty-five, and uh, time for uh, well, I got to. I'll be honest. We've been jibber jabbering here.
1: We have, yeah. Did you, you lose your? Uh, <laughs> I will. You know, I got a little something to vamp with here. Go ahead, because I got I to
0: gotta go ahead and find this. Go on ahead. the
1: website picks that we all do with the pile, the pile picks can pick them. We've gone through this entire season picking you, me, and Cake separated by two points. You have 225. Cake has 224. I, while missing a full and complete week, have 223.
0: I've done that a couple times, too. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot to pick, or I'll pick like half the games and I forgot to pick the others.
1: I'm glad it auto saves too, because there are times where I'll pick games and wander out and then kind of graze back in like, oh, I got to finish mm-hmm.
0: that. And so you still have time to get your Super Bowl pick in. Yep. And uh, we will announce the winner, of course, uh, coming up after the big game on February 11th. So uh, do get your picks in, though. And uh, we will have coming up your chance to win a table for you and your friends. At uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for the big game.
1: Yeah. Go 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 out there and uh get to uh, get a little bit of more of this. A little more me. That's never a bad That's thing.
0: That's not we want to encourage yeah. people to go Let's do it. to Buffalo Wild Wings. You, not,
1: me and Usher. Get this thing. Yeah, because you two.
0: Everybody confuses the two of you. You Spinach. and Usher constantly.
1: Voice even doesn't can't
0: even tell us apart. Okay. It's uh, time for this day in sports history. That's the story of the greatest sport moment in the fall of history. It's time to take a trip back in time. It's this day in sports history. All right, 1950, in an Associated Press poll of sports writers and broadcasters, Jack Dempsey's voted the greatest fighter of the past 50 years. Dempsey received 251 votes to 104 for Joe Lewis. 1963, 11 players and six officials are elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Jim Thorpe, Red Grange, Bronco Nagurski, Sammy Bod, Dutch Clark, of course, Colorado Ties, Johnny McNally, Ernie Nevers, Mel Hine, Pete Henry, Cal Hubbard, and Don Hudson are the players. Six officials are Burt Bell, Joe Carr, George Hallis, Curly Lambeau, Tim Mara, and George Preston. Also on this day, 1984, the East outlasts the West, 154-145 to in overtime in the All-Star Game in Denver. MVP Isaiah Thomas scores all 21 of his points after halftime and adds 15 assists. The East overcomes a 14-point halftime deficit and Magic Johnson's record 22 assists. Also on this day, 1995, San Francisco Steve Young throws a record six touchdown passes and the 49ers become the first team to win five Super Bowls with a 49-26 route of the San Diego Chargers. And that's this day in sports history. some garbage time coming up next. Still time to get your text in for the good, the bad, the ugly. 970-242-1340. It's the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network.
3: I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. Sports. Sports.
0: This is the Jim Davis Show on the Team. 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction. 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. 9.51, 951, Jim and the Buckeye boy today. After uh, your trip to Phoenix, which you've got apparently a lot to for whine about a Wednesday, yeah, from going down there.
1: Yeah, I got a fully loaded quiver for some slings and arrows, if you know. What I mean.
0: Now, you went to Phoenix once again for fun. For fun. But what did you go you, you went there for a specific reason.
1: Yeah, it was supposed to allegedly supposed to be sunny and warmer than Colorado. That's
2: and it was why. and it was
0: not.
1: It was slightly warmer. Okay. Not sunny at
0: all. Okay.
1: Until Friday. But you, we but you
0: went there to something, right? Didn't you go there to.
1: No, it was just a trip. Okay. Just, thought... We went to go see a couple things. Like we stopped at the Grand Canyon on the way down. Okay.
0: So you. Okay. So just a trip. Yeah, just going it was just to Just a trip
1: to kind of get out of town and, you know, apparently get bogged down by rain and catch a cold.
0: You did not have time to work Mike from Scottsdale into your itinerary? I'm a little. How do you uh, think I got the cold? <laughs> a little. Well, surprised. I had
1: plenty of time. I chose not to. Oh, wow. No offense. This
0: feeling's going to be hurt.
1: No, we went to the uh, Commemorative Air Force Museum. But that was that cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah. We went to the uh, Musical Instrument Museum, History of Musical Instruments. It was pretty cool. Did that. Spent a good six hours and change there.
0: That was a lot of fun. Wow. That was good.
1: Yeah. Went to, drove past... Saw Salt River Field a Talking Stick in the darkest. Have Dike. you ever been there? No. I have now, but not inside the park.
0: Right. To which watch I, to actually park, watch, watch a game. Yeah. yeah
1: no, we haven't saw times. the USS Arizona Memorial in the parking lot. That was pretty neat. That's very cool. Uh played some top golf, played some pop stroke, which is Tiger Woods designed mini golf. It's a lot of fun. All you can play for like
0: thirty five bucks. Hmm. Not bad. It's pretty cool. Ate some good food. Very good. Not good for you, but it tasted <laughs> delicious. Jason, by the way, on um the number game today. Uh-huh. He says, I'm not angry. He's just disappointed. I am. He's just disappointed with you yeah. today. Well, just disappointed.
1: It's a long line there. <laughs> Skip- I'm just kidding, yeah, but it's still a long line.
0: All right, time to open up the lid and hop in. It's garbage time.
1: We're taking out the trash. It's garbage time on the Jim Davis Show on the team. Oh, I
2: love trash.
1: Her sure, Gilder's going back generations in that line disappointed
0: <laughs> going way back it's part back it's part of your ancestral DNA yeah all right uh, tony romo yesterday from the afc championship game the play where lamar jackson the ball gets bad and he ends up catching it and picks up like 13 yards tony romo that's one of the greatest plays i've ever seen this is an intercepted pass 100 by the chiefs eric reed and lamar uses their instincts their instincts, the God-given gifts, and the awareness to beat him to the punt, and makes one of the greatest plays you'll ever see in a championship game.
3: What the hell did you just say?
0: What? Okay. Calling called a batted pass a punt. Um. Money not well spent right now in Tony Romo. And
1: it's not looking that way. No,
0: look at what. Wow.
1: Speaking of bad looks, did you see C.J. garger Johnson for the Lions waving goodbye to the Niners up twenty-one to seven in a game they ultimately lost. Oh, Ooh,
0: not good. Called that putt a little early. And uh, one final thing, not sports related. Finally saw the movie The Holdouts with Paul Giamatti. Uh huh. Really good movie. Nice. Check it out. Really good film. All right, that's our show for today. Don't forget Nuggets Bucks tonight. Bring him at six thirty on the team.